You did it. You caught up to the current timeline. And now you can listen to the newest project that the Rebooted Crew has put out. It's called Movie Mashup. If you like what we're doing, all you got to do is leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Or you could go over to YouTube and check us out and leave a comment on any of the videos we're doing. You can also go to the Rebooted Public place, Public slash reboot it and if you want to join the patreon for ed and ron it's the greatest pod patreon so it's patreon.com slash the greatest pod thanks for listening and enjoy movie mashup <laughs> oh it's a miracle that we ever get one single one of these episodes done. I'm Billy Business. We have Ron Swallow and Greer for Reboot It Presents Movie Mashup. If you're new, uh, where the heck you been? Uh, here's how the show works. We have a list of franchises. We have a list of genres. We have our great random selector tool. We will pick one of each at complete random, and then we have 30 minutes in which to create an epic. It will either be that of Christopher Nolan or that of Yui Bull. Who knows? <laughs> it all depends on uh, how the cards are dealt. Gentlemen, we could BS around, but I, I kind of want to just get into it. Are you guys amped and ready just to get into this? Let's do it. I'm ready to make a very good or a very bad movie. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Today... Our franchise will be, oh, it's picking Shrek. This is the, <laughs> this is the animated kids franchise Shrek and the genre will be, oh boy. Uh, this will be a time travel comedy Shrek as a time travel comedy that's all that there is to it there's not a whole lot of rules uh except that we have to come up with the plot in 30 minutes starting right now okay does okay, anybody not- know anything about Shrek as far as like how it ended i i only saw the oh. first one but it's time travel, so we can undo anything that came, right? All right, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, that's one thing I'm not gonna do is get hung up on Shrek cannon. Shrek, gonna... <laughs> we don't need to worry about this because we can make we can make it be anything. Because what is time travel in Shrekland? Like, what's in the past of Shrekland? Because it's not Earth, right? It's, it's literally it's a like, made up land, so we can it's make like up storybook land. Right. Yeah. Let's say like everything in the in the Shrek movies is just from uh, like like uh, not Hansel and Gretel, uh, the, 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 the kid, in general. Yeah. But the, the Grimm's brothers, that's what it is. Yeah. Wow. Brothers, uh, so yeah, basically. So just to cut the, to the chase, are we having some version of Shrek and Donkey and them as whatever characters we want them to be, but them because it is fucking Shrek. We're selling Shrek. So yeah. Shrek and Donkey defending the Grimm brothers from harm so that they can write the stories so that, <laughs> that the world so can that exist. They exist. So, that, so um, that's, you know. Yeah. 
That's great. Sure. But here's, also, here's my question. Dinosaurs. Yes, dinosaurs are always on the table. Are there, there's I mean, dragons in Shrek um, so that exist. I guess the question, and I guess we'll have to rely on Ron because Ron, you've you have statistically seen the most Shrek out of the three of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> what time period to Shrek? Like, I, that's the thing. It's like, are they time traveling back like five years to the grave? You know, like, is it you know, is it a big enough jump, or do you do like Jason X, where you send Shrek and Donkey into you know twenty two fifty five Blade Runner? Shrek and Blade Runner sounds kind of fun. I think that's hard, dog. (laughs) Okay, so we got we make the Shrek bad guy, uh, um, the the same prince who's been sort of the bad guy the entire time. Far Farquand, Farquand. But he's the only in that land. He's not really a fairy tale, right? We don't know if he's a fairy tale. Like he he could just be a prince in that land. But the fairy tales have come to life, and maybe he hates the fairy tales. And so he kind of figures out, oh, well, what the Grimm's real power was, was that his stories came to life. And the only reason we have all of these dragons and donkeys and and annoying uh, uh, goblins and dwarves and other weird stuff that we have in the land is because of Grimm. So then he's like, comes up with a way to go back in time. Perhaps he has a wizard. We can just say that he's had a wizard the whole time that he never used. I don't know. That's fine. And the wizard sends him <laughs> sends him back in time, uh, and he goes to try to talk Grimm out of uh, writing and being creative. Like, but I try to get him you, a corporate job. If you do that, you <laughs> have and, to switch from like. Not only does he have to go back in time, they have to like m- jump to a different multiverse where like the Grimm is is real people, right? Yeah, but I think that's this land. Like maybe Grimm lived in the land and as he wrote, it brought things to life in the land. That's what I'm thinking. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. It's it's almost like um did you ever see that movie Big Fish with Tim Burton? Yeah. The or that Tim Burton Big Fish movie where it's like yeah. you know, Ewan McGregor's telling all these like crazy stories and and everything is like completely outlandish and then that you know, I think it's Billy Crudup goes to the funeral of his dad and finds out that it's like these stories were true, they were just exaggerated. You know, like I almost I, I don't want to go, I don't want to know and you. I'm just thinking out loud, but I'm just like, no, let's roll. It would with be kind of interesting to see like what would the live action Shrek be if you did like a Nolan version of Shrek, not in tone, but in like what does a real Shrek like? What were the Shrek movies based on? You light year it, you know. Okay, okay, okay. To to yes and that, and to go with also what everybody's saying. What if we find just different? Okay, this is this is highfalutin, but here it goes. The grim fairy tales are on the verge of dying all the time. There's been hundreds of years in between them being super popular, and then next thing you know, we do a movie adaptation, that, and then everybody knows Hansel and Gretel again. They're really into it again. It becomes part of the zeitgeist. It's on the verge of dying out all the time. And I'm just thinking as time goes forward in time, there's going to be multiple times in time that that stuff is being about to go away. 
And what if okay. the Shrek people had to jump to those times and resurrect the stuff to keep that world alive or to keep those whatevers? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, yeah. just throwing it out there. Just some sort of time travel mechanic that will make us be able to do all the types of movies you want to do. We could okay. do an old and ancient night so one. I we could do Blade Runner. Be, we can, you know. If you want to be super yeah. meta, if you want to be super meta, then his girlfriend, his wife, and kids, did she, I think he has kids eventually, uh, they start disappearing for some reason. And he realized that people have forgotten the Shrek story. I almost, that, I almost wonder, Ed, if you simplify it. Like, yeah, I, I had the same thought as you, Ron, where it's like you do the Back to the Future thing where, like, people start disappearing. But yeah. I wonder if you just go, like, once, like, into the future one time. Because it's like, my only thought is, like, if you're constantly going to the future to remind people of your stories, right. like, that's all you do. Like, that <laughs> right. is your, life. your whole life. But if you yes. only yeah. have to, like, if you simplify it to one mission, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> we found out somehow that in 2255, no one's ever heard of us, you know, which is also hilarious, like, speaks to the ego of, of those characters. Yeah. <laughs> well, just like go, going to a place and like reestablishing your your legend or whatever, because it's like and maybe in the meta part, Ron, could be that this this Shrek person that's going to the future or whatever to do this mission to like, yeah, like you said, uh, Billy, to Buzz Lightyear it. He uh, he can reference the Shrek cartoons that were made off of him back in the days or made off his dad or whatever the Shrek way we can, you know, explain what Shreks oh, are. That's super history interesting. Of it. If if the Shrek movies that we know are a device of the real Shrek mm -hmm. who is like keeping the stories alive, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Like imagine if Shrek really is just like, I don't know. He looks more like a, like a really big da green Danny DeVito, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's like a real person. You just that sold me on this. That we're actually order. having Danny DeVito be painted green playing Shrek. Are you kidding me? I'm in. I think he'd be a great old old man Shrek. <laughs> it's like, well, why don't you talk with like a like a Scottish accent? It's like, that's for the movies, kid. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we just knew that kids would laugh more at the at this accent. So now. Accents are funny. Oh, I'm, I'm Scottish. Uh, whatever, kid. <laughs> That's perfect. But that's where you could do a cutaway gag. Is like, kid, I've been every like accent since the beginning of time. And then you go way back yeah. in time to like a Shakespearean play of Shrek, you know? <laughs> Dude, see, <laughs> like yeah, you just see, do a family yeah. guy cutaway, you know? Yeah. That that it. is that is interesting. And like and like it's almost like those other fairy tale people glom onto him to like keep part of the zeitgeist like shrek Ooh, always pops up yeah. it's, it's not like there he's a slave to their world or whatever he's the one who has the magical swamp that they like retreat to when man is messing their stuff up you know what i mean okay, he's so like the linchpin i have an idea i have an idea it's just so you can put like an antagonist to this mm. what if it's what if the the person who is getting rid of all of these fairy tales so that in the future no one knows it he himself was a fairy tale that no one remembers. And so he's like, if no one's going to remember me and if Shrek won't include me in his little thing, then there's going to be no fairy tales at all. You almost do score the God Butcher, but for fairy tales, you know? And it's, oh, a, and it's for some reason, it's a guy who looks a lot like Elon Musk. <laughs> 
it's trying to uh, and the first thing he does is acquire a bird and eat it and it's like is that a twitter <laughs> joke is that a, is that a twitter joke um but yeah no i i think i think that's totally cool I, I have nothing to say about that i think that that sort of the evil like stomp out that magical crap you know i can get behind that i would love to explore a character like that it's just like magic and magic yeah, it holds up stomp out fun we dude dude it. I, the villain, the villain is very compelling because no, fantasy, and to a, to a certain extent, delusion can mess up progress. And I think he's just a zealot on that. He thinks that all this hoity-toity, oh, like rabbits talk and have a little family, that's ruining real progression in real life. Scientific method. Ron, I don't know if you were joking or not, but I actually think that a CEO of technology is exactly how I'm, this would happen is that I'm 100% thinking that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because it's like kids are now they're not reading books and watching movies, they're playing on their their phones and whatnot. So it's, you know, like, I think that's that's genius is that this, this guy you find out like, like, first of all, maybe maybe the whole movie we're going and we're thinking this antagonist is just a CEO who who wants to get rid of all out with the old every kid should be playing with my ipad or whatever mm -hmm. it is then it's kind of your like second act twist where you find out this guy's not just like the ceo this guy is a fairy tale who was rejected or mm -hmm. was not remembered and now he's getting his revenge i think that's kind of a cool twist mm -hmm. yep now yeah. the question the question is we have kind of a cool setup. We have a, a cool villain with a cool motive, but how exactly does the time travel aspect figure into this? Well, first off, the time traveling comes from whenever Donkey farts. He finds out that when he farts, a giant portal opens and you can go through it. It smells really bad, but you could go to the past. It's, it's, it's like Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he tries, uh, I say, he, I say he. I say he like, um, okay, this is what it is. They're looking, there's like a, a, a MacGuffin that they have to get, right? And the MacGuffin is the thing that helps them time travel. They hear about it from some fairy tale. Um, they have to get to this uh, clock that helps people time travel. You just wind the things backward or forward and you go where you need to go, right? But Donkey um, accidentally eats it and that's where the farting comes in. <laughs> Like, you're really going for this fart thing. Um, sure. I mean, we Look, don't have to I, do that. I just think it's funny. I, 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 the, I think of, of any franchise you're going to do, Shrek is like the least explanation for time travel that you need. They have Absolutely. a fairy that just sends them. It just like, you don't even yeah. need to even think about it. My question more is like, uh, how you know okay so let's say let's say shrek has his family and they start disappearing i still like that even though it's cliche whatever i like it um what would make shrek think i need to go into the future to get them back see that but see that's what i i think i think we can do something interesting around this whole time travel jazz because follow me now what if Shrek is already in the future and the thing that there, his 
his kids have evaporated because somehow we do kind of that Wonder Woman thing we did where he like you kind of forgot about yourself and he's just like a big green factory worker and he sucks and he doesn't know that he's a great hero anymore or something like that. What if he's not green? What if he like becomes more human and he's just a big guy and then as he becomes more like aware uh or remembers that's when he tur- starts turning back into what he was oh that's ill what if donkey died and now donkey's something else <laughs> so he like can't remember <laughs> like when donkey comes and tries to talk some sense into him he's like it's just, just mounted on his wall <laughs> just a donkey head on his wall oh my god yeah just like a taxidermy taxidermy turkey and everyone's like donkey. why do you have like uh, there's deer and fish but i've never seen a donkey on someone's wall he's like i don't know i i've just always had it i don't know where he's like yeah. i don't know where it came from but i've just always had it and then starts talking and he's like oh man i'm going nuts so and then he, start, <laughs> and then he starts slipping into a scottish accent i'm liking this even better i know people are people are raging at their devices right now but i, I don't know is exactly. anyone like really dead set like this is not the shrek that i know <laughs> that's hilarious this is um, not exist i hope Dude. not Dude, uh, somebody once told me these jerks I was just were thinking the trailer. The trailer for this movie has to have like the really emo, dark version of All Star, you know. Yeah. <laughs> somebody once somebody told me. Once told me. <laughs> As he's like, you see him like working at the factory. He comes home with the beer. The world is gonna roll me. <laughs> He sits down on his couch to watch some football. I ate the shop. Shop is tooling in the shed. He opens up the fridge. It has no beer or food in there. And his his wife doesn't like him. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger. What happened to my life? That is kind of that. That is pretty awesome. Is Shrek is now. is is now just a regular ass guy because he's forgotten all this stuff um okay so that's where he can sorry go ahead ron well how does he start to remember this stuff like well how do i think donkey kicks it back in i think donkey tells him because he's got a he's a big hulking guy why can't he like work on a farm and have like livestock and stuff and then donkey tells him whatever really doesn't have to be that difficult you know what i mean Dude, okay okay yes i think i think you're right i think he's like a farmer and i think donkey has just become a non-talking donkey to him mm-hmm. until he he like gets maybe like one word out and he's like did i hear that you know and he's a little drunk, that's when we so can he thinks do... maybe he's drunk the first one <laughs> So, so that's when we can do like, what if, what if we're thinking about this the wrong way? We're thinking about Shrek time traveling, but what if it's the opposite? What if it's someone, what if it's like Puss in Boots or the gingerbread man time travels to our Shrek mm-hmm. and is mm-hmm. like, Hey, you messed up somewhere. You need to like fix this or else none of us are going to exist anywhere on the timeline. I, I just don't think you need to harp on the time travel part of it too no, much. You're you know? right. Mm-hmm. So okay, right. but in this and then world, he's in the future. Yeah, but he's and getting more Shrek powers out? in the future, though. I think because I think the for thing sure. that this whole thing has been missing forever, seeing as how it was in a unified, uniform universe where mm-hmm. everything was animated just like him. Now we see this Shrek stuff happening in basically a naturalistic world or a Pixar-ish 
world. You know what I mean? And he starts to get green and get his powers back and Donkey starts talking more. And maybe, I'm telling you, what if the mean guy across the street or down the road or mean lady is that dragon? And you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like just all the magic comes back. And that's the whole point of this. Whatever happens, whatever fairy or whatever comes and tells Peter Pan that he's really Peter Pan, which is what we're basically biting off for this whole thing. Whatever mechanism that happens, it's about gathering up the forces, the donkeys, the dragon, the this and that to form the old Shrek gang and defeat that guy, the anti-magic guy, Ed Greer, asshole, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that hates that hates magic and hates fantasy. You're, you have to bring fantasy into this techno world. Thusly, that is future. It's magic in the future. Magic in the yeah. future, which is now. And, and, and I, and I think about, what happened... A, oh, go ahead. No, go well, ahead, I was man. thinking, like, a great way to do that... Well, I think an important thing to do, especially because it's me and I love this type of thing, and because uh, I think it'd be interesting to be, like, a, a story where instead of defeating the bad guy, you get the bad guy to maybe be part of the whole thing and realize that no, creativity I, I was, I was just as important. Just about, okay. I was literally just about to say the exact same thing. I was like, I think at the end, you mend the fence with this guy, get his story told, but also like you kind of have to like, you can't bury your head in the sand. They, we can't just get rid of technology, but we can use his technology to even further our stories to get out there. I think that's... Yeah, I, I think I, and you're talk right. about how important creativity is in technology. I mean, that's a, a thing that's very like not to get super serious because I know this is a, a, our fun, silly joke show. But like, I think it's very important to understand that without creativity, technology that exists today would not exist at all. You have to be able to think outside of a box and be smart at the same time. Einstein was interesting not just because he understood math and science and physics, but because he came up with weird ass concepts that don't make sense in most people's brains, but in his, because he also understood the math, he got this whole look at a subject that you would never get without creativity. And I think that's important. I actually so. think um, I was listening to that and then marrying that with something Ed said earlier. It's like, what if like your third act, your final battle is like this technology guy uh, has created almost like a transformer, like a robot to take out Shrek. And that's when Shrek realizes that his neighbor is actually that dragon that he befriends at the end of the first Shrek movie. So mm -hmm. he uses his dragon to defeat the robot you have kind of like the nature versus you know machines at the mm -hmm. end and that's when the prince, or i don't know if he's a prince whoever he is realizes i don't know we could probably pick a, a story like the what's the one with the the cobbler the shoe cobbler that's what i was picturing <laughs> in my head it's like he's just that stupid shoe cobbler no one remembers he's like a, he's like a he's a tinkerer he's a guy who invents <laughs> stuff and, what's and what's that story, story though? Lost. What's the what's the what's the fairy the, tale? The, well, the cobbler guy. I don't remember any. I remember one where this cobbler the elves guy was and the needing, shoemaker. That's yeah, he is. was needing hella yeah. help, 
and he like would wake up and his work would be done and the elves had done it. Dude, the elves, again. his elves now are just like working in his factory to help. They're uh, corporate drones. Yes, it's the elf of the shoemaker. Yeah, and his, his last name could be Shoemaker the whole time. Yeah. And then you find you find yep. out he's the shoemaker from that story that no one freaking remembers that I just and had to, to Google right. To now. Ron's point, like I said, I might my only bulk at this whole like uh, creativity, but the thing is, you're right that a lot of technology is wielded by people who aren't that creative that is that is definitely dead on and i think um this guy re realizing after all this technological rant that he is a magical character and getting him to embrace his own magic you know what i'm saying that that's like another metaphor to throw in there it's like you got to embrace like what what's magic about you even even though you're just a bunch of chemicals sloshing around and electrical impulses you are also magic if you embrace that, you get a whole nother part like of your it. personality. You get a whole nother part of your power as a person in this universe. So yeah, th that that's pretty good themes to be wrapping this up in. I I also just think there's something to me that's like very macabre, hilarious about a future gingerbread man and a future puss in boots that are all like the gingerbread man's like half eaten head coming back it's like you gotta fix the timeline man it's just like the puss in boots doesn't hilarious. have boots the right, hat yeah. is well dude i i think i think though that's the thing i don't think it has to be them coming back i think this shrek who has let himself go to seed and become a human and stuff all his homies have had similar messed up fate so like yeah the gingerbread man is like a regular dude in 2024 laying on the, laying on the ground travel. somewhere well so we have somebody, to get time travel in there so yeah, someone's got to come from well yeah. i think well somebody i think somebody comes from the proper fantasy time to tell this fool about all this fantasy crap we got to pick so the somebody. time travel is into the future i that's the direction but i but that doesn't make be. it any sense like how is he going to know that things go wrong if he's in the past that doesn't make some any sense. magic crap happens i don't know <laughs> it's so magical <laughs> no i don't i'm gonna have to disagree with this i don't know i i do it's gonna have to be again the like, future i just kind of think the there is something funny about uh a literal half-eaten gingerbread man like i've seen some shit man <laughs> like the, the visual of it is just too funny like he's like i'm the last remaining magical thing and i'm not gonna last very long like maybe that maybe that's where you say like puss in boots literally just got put down at the vet last week like <laughs> i mean but that that's what i'm saying yeah. just some some vestige of the magic or whatever and again it's about it's about time travel yeah, but this is also like the Shrek concept in the future already and stuff. It's that's that was my only argument. You know what I'm saying? That we're we're qualifying it already because it ain't in Just medieval let times. Let me have my Vietnam vet gingerbread man. <laughs> no, uh, whatever way you want to throw that in there, I'm that is a great image. I even want to get. I mean, pushing pushing boots as an old cat would be even still funny. You know what I mean? Even if he's not dead, he's like you know how old cats try to do that young cat stuff and they can't quite do it anymore. <laughs> You know what I mean? So like Puss in Boots being like an old decrepit Dark Knight Returns cat. He's like, he's like he keeps you trying know? to jump on things and then just misses. <laughs> Actually, you know what would be really interesting is if Puss in Boots is with Gingerbread Man and as they're talking, Puss like slowly 
Like you start turns to see it turn cat. into an actual regular cat, like a regular and that shows cat. the magic going away. I can see that. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's that's tight. That's why I was saying what I was saying. It's like that. that that's what I'm tight, saying. Like we're losing it. It's yes. It's the marriage of of both. Like we can actually watch it happen if they if they're yeah. like we are the last like two it. magic things happening. Uh, never mind. I'm the last two magic things right. happening. And yeah. his quest is to get get everybody. Like if he defeats this guy who's crushing all of that. Then he can we can get everybody back. It's like By it's way, like in game Shrek in game. Puss in Boots turns into a regular cat as they're speaking, and as the gingerbread man's like, "You've got to do this." The cat eats the cookie, and it's oh, and runs away. And yeah, that's why Shrek is like flounders for part of the movie because he doesn't know the play. That's great, dude. That's great. Oh. All okay. right. Well, we have exactly five minutes left on the clock. Um, my question is, do we even ask Mike Myers to do this? Or are we pretty set? Like, is Danny DeVito capable of this sort of action in 2022 or I think we should think outside the box. Think about people who are like trying to get that last role to like, or people, or people who are like, Brian Cranston, Steven Seagal, let's get nuts. <laughs> I almost wonder if you do. What if, what if, I could see Mickey Rourke as as Shrek. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's just wonderful. Somebody, I love somebody, it. Yeah, just somebody like lightweight, monstrous, like if, just know, some Ron, 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 I would say Rod uh, Rod Perlman, Ron, but he's done it too Ron much. Perlman. He's done yeah. it too much. Who was the 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 Ron Perlman, the Dollar Tree Ron Perlman that was in like Avatar? Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, it's like, no. you're like, that's not Ron Perlman, but you're kind of Ron Perlman. What was his name? Oh, uh, now I'm going to have to look at it. Do up. you mean the evil sergeant guy? I don't yeah. think he's like Ron Perlman. The dude from Don't Breathe, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not saying he's like a dead ringer. I'm saying like yeah, if that, there's that, that a casting bearing. call put out, they're both in the room. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that bearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Definitely. Fun. And at that it. age, muscular and stuff, yeah. Uh, What is his name? It is Stephen Lang. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's great. He's great. Dude, okay, Stephen wonderful. Stephen Lang, and then who? Okay, who? Uh, I mean, Eddie Murphy still plays the donkey. Yeah, I, I think sure. that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, especially in the future. Okay, uh, I think that's enough of casting. So, okay, the complication in the movie, just to make sure it's a movie, is like we have to get this jerk who's like killing the he's bringing out some kind of thing like bezosing something that kills the myths it's push, putting everything down right i yeah i think it's like for the sake of simplicity it's like a new kindle and their stories are like nowhere to be found on it or something something of that nature yeah you know mm -hmm. some new technology product make it super simple yeah, or, yeah. or maybe it's like a new phone that all the kids like you don't even have to read anymore this will read to you you know oh no we lost we lost ed he loved just, that I, idea so much he had to go <laughs> run and copyright it real fast Dude, yeah i'm back <laughs> i'm back i'm back from the copyright office i'm back uh, from the future <laughs> but no i think i think that's pretty tight man I, I think we got a nice way to uh canonize magic like ron wants to do have a have a character like me who who thinks that it's regressive and have somebody embracing their inner magic. I think that is the whole point of Shrek. Embrace your inner magic, embrace who you are. That is special and that holds power. And, and we're also telling the importance of stories. Like yeah. and and creativity. Right. That's 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 a wonderful thing. 
So we we yeah, and and like in a very like obtuse way, it's like yeah. what is your legacy? You know, I think I think that's what yeah. bothers the the shoemaker is like why was I not considered good enough to be a part of your you know your story world yeah you, you don't know? even remember my name you don't oh, you say the sh- just what's shoemaker. my name what's yeah. my name he's going to the point like, like like what is my name it's like going up i don't even have a name you know <laughs> i was just shoemaker <laughs> well That's then it'll be about saying. identity too so like yeah we're hitting all the hot button issues baby wow this is uh this is pretty deep for for a shrek movie now granted I never saw Shrek's two through four, so I don't know if they ever hit upon these I mean, uh, themes of identity. But I mean, in my opinion, Shrek is always trying to say a little bit of something, like you know that you're that that it isn't about who's attractive in uh, the traditional sense. It's about who's attractive uh, to you, to what you believe in, to what feels good to you. You know, I mean, that's the story. The first one is she turns into a troll. And the reason she turns into a troll is because they love each other and they're attractive to each other. And that's just how it works in that situation. So it's just like, that's fine. That's it's like the story. shallow howl for kids. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That's hilarious. That is it really hell. is. That's funny as hell. Gentlemen, yeah, what matters is have... your, in, your, out, your insides, not your outsides. That's it. Uh, we have... <laughs> We have 15 seconds left on the clock. I was just wondering if we should just sing All Star for the next 15 seconds uh, <laughs> really slowly. Uh, All Star, get your game, game on. on. Go play. play. And we're done. That's enough of that. Okay. So let's see if we can figure this out. The year, somewhere in the future. We have a farmer, uh, Farmer Shrek. He has no, he's completely, he's a big guy, but he's completely human. He has no memory of his life as an ogre in any sort of fantasy world. Um, he has a lot of livestock, including a donkey, and he has a wife, Fiona. Uh, but to him, life is a very simple life. Meanwhile, a technology CEO, Mr. Schumacher, is taking over the world, all of Steve Jobs, getting technology in the hands of men, women, and children all over the world, uh, erasing uh, some of our our stories that we've passed down from generation to generation. They're not being passed down in this generation. One night uh, while uh, Shrek is out in his barn, he's had a couple of drinks, and he thinks he hears a single word come out of his donkey, but he kind of brushes it off, not thinking too much about it, until... A ravaged, half-eaten gingerbread man <laughs> and puss in boots come through a temporal vortex, warning him that <clears throat> their stories are no longer being told. Thus, they are the last of their kind. We look and we see puss in boots before our very eyes turns into a regular big old house cat and eats the gingerbread man with this dire warning. It is now up to Shrek to figure out uh, how to get these stories told. He starts to have memories talking with his wife, Fiona. They start to remember. This enables him to hear Donkey speaking to him. They go try to round up all of their old uh, storybook friends who are now leading 
normal-ish lives in our kind of real world, including his neighbor, who he can't remember who they she is, but she's kind of a, a pistol, she is. Uh, <laughs> this leads us to our big third act, uh, or actually I should say our second act climax, where we realize Schumacher is actually the Shoemaker uh, from the story, the shoemaker and the elves, which no one ever really remembered. No one clumped together in a lot of those fairy tales. And he wanted to rid the world of all fairy tales as punishment for being forgotten to time. Uh, this leads to a huge third act battle where shoemaker now has created a giant robot, but Shrek remembers that his neighbor was actually the dragon that he befriends at the end of the very first Shrek movie. There's a big battle. Shrek prevails, but instead of defeating Shoemaker, he wants to work with Shoemaker. He wants Shoemaker's story to be told. He wants all of their stories to be told and using Shoemaker's technology. They now have a way to get those stories into the hands of every man, woman, and child on the planet. Thus, uh saving the magic for future generations guys we rebooted shrek in a really interesting way i'm kind of surprised yeah Dude, i mean i think the genius of these shows is just like we're forced to into these different uh situations we're forced to show a lot of creativity because it isn't it isn't just our presuppositions about anything we're actually forced to like uh, improvise. So I think that's, that's the power of these shows. And I think this is an exemplary episode. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Ryan, episodes. Uh, because... Yeah. You, you gave us so many good ideas today that ended up, I think, cre creating a great pitch. Well, that's one of my favorite things here is that sometimes you guys are now forced to listen to my ideas, even when they're stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Ron, I mean, today just was fun, by, just by the theory of relativity, we had to listen to you because Ed and I have not really seen any of the Shrek movies. So you are the de facto expert, which uh, doesn't happen too often. But when it does, nope. baby, you come in the clutch right off the <laughs> bench to hit a home run walk off. Ron Swallow, ladies and gentlemen. It was so fun. You guys are the Shrek best. Expert. I love doing this show. Uh, I love doing this show too. Yeah, I hope you guys love watching uh, this show. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're not already, please subscribe to the channel. There's a subscribe button somewhere in here find it hit it uh do all the things that is uh shrek historian ron swallow <laughs> that it's a real life shrek ed greer <laughs> i'm done i'm doing business and i'm done this episode is over Hey, it's, it's the end of the podcast. Do us a favor. Leave a review. Like and subscribe. Do all the good stuff that helps us out. Thanks, and have a good one.